Hey, hello. Welcome to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank. With me is Tyler. We're going to do a show today. Coming in hot. Doing all kinds of different shit. Shit's breaking. Shit is all over the fucking place. Maybe literal shit. I, I haven't tested to see if it's literal shit, but uh, I hope not. Um, yeah, there's, there's a pipe <laughs> that's back that was uh, not draining fast enough. And there was water in my basement coming up from mm. that. Yeah. Uh-oh. It's draining very slowly, but I ran my washing machine not knowing I had this problem, so there was like a big puddle of water in my basement for a little bit. Mm. Getting gotcha. the plumber to come in tomorrow, so. Yeah. Gotta get that checked out. Yep. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I mean, everything else is fine, like flushing the toilet doesn't do it, taking a shower doesn't do it, but the washing machine uses a lot of water, so. Yeah, it all, does. All at once, so, yeah. Right. How's everything else going? In your place? New place? Uh, okay. Um, I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's coming along. <laughs> um. There's definitely some stuff I wanna, I wanna do around here to, you know, make make uh, shit less expensive, like the heating, because the fucking windows are just fucking leaking air, like crazy. Uh, oh yeah, so. yeah, that can make a make a huge difference there. Just just fixing the, that stuff, caulking it up, absolutely. Uh, the cats are back to fighting again, so I'm gonna have to put them on drugs. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Yeah, I don't know what started it, but they were fine there for a few weeks, and then now, like, starting yesterday, they were fucking yelling at each other and fucking chasing each other around. Did not make the fun, playful sounds. They made the, I'm going to kill you sounds. Mm, yeah, those are those are never fun. Yeah. Ugh, yeah, that sucks that they're back to fighting. Yeah, so I got one of them locked up in the attic right now. They've got their food, water, and litter box up there, so it'll be fine. Yeah, nice. Do you let them roam everywhere in the house? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, they, it's just uh, when they're fighting like this, they tend to jump up on the counters, and I don't like that. I don't yeah, like it right. When the cats are on the counters, that's just gross. <laughs> Oh, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you there. No matter how much we try to not have our cats on the counter, they, they insist. But we try to keep them very clean every day, because yes, it can get very, very, very nasty. Uh, yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's. Other than that, I mean, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I. I'm curious, like, what... I need to make a call because uh, garbage is a thing. And uh, I signed up for garbage. They have not given me a garbage can. I don't know what the hell they expect me to do. Whether I'm just supposed to leave a bag out on the street or what. They, I haven't... I have not received any communication on that, so... Yeah, just yeah that's weird. A bunch of stuff. They should give you a trash can. <laughs> yeah, I'd hope so. That's that's odd. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. There's an apartment complex across the street, so I've been uh sneakily at night just going over there and throwing my garbage in their dumpster. Oh, there you go. Uh, that works. Which is maybe what I should just do instead of paying for garbage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until they're like, hey, what the hell? Who's this that, guy? That, that is true. I will say, though, that, like, I mean, I guess it depends on who you go with, of course, but uh, garbage is surprisingly cheap every year to the point where I'm like, you guys come every week and this is all that it costs? I don't know. It just kind of blows my mind. I just thought it would be way more expensive than it is when we uh, got our place. Uh, yeah. Uh but let's get let's get to the show. Enough about enough about the house. Enough about all that. Uh what have you been up to, man? Um I I will say one one life change that I made 
is I got rid of Comcast cable. Whoa! Uh, this past week, yeah, I um, <clears throat> I don't know. The bill was just getting up there, dude. I'm like, dude, don't get me wrong. I, I like my sports. I like watching racing, football, basketball, all that stuff. But it's just getting kind of fucking outrageous. Yeah. Um, so called them. Um, was surprisingly easier than I thought it was gonna be. Um, uh, part of me is like, there's got gotta be a catch, right? Like you're gonna fuck me somewhere else. Um, but yeah, so canceled my Comcast cable and and just have uh, internet from them. Fortunately, they're like the only good option around for internet. But um, but still, it's gonna cut my bill over half of what it was and uh signed up for youtube tv um and it's it's actually pretty good um and it's only 55 bucks a month for three months um i just like the fact of not being tied to comcast anymore so or as as little as possible it's weird like i don't want to be tied to comcast but i'll go to google i don't know but uh yeah youtube tv has been been pretty good so far so it feels weird, honestly. It feels on very weird not having cable, just, you know, growing up and just, it was always there. Um, but, you know, I think it'll be, be for, for the best because I will be spending way less money in the, in the long run. So, yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I, I will say, though, when, after I made this change, it was the very not long afterwards. The very first time that we have had an internet issue at this house since we moved in uh, a few years ago, and like literally our whole fucking internet just crashed. And I'm like, I'm smelling a conspiracy theory here. <laughs> you know, they're fucking me somehow, and this is how it's going to be. I'm going to have fucking internet problems now. Uh, since well, then, it's that been okay. He fucking. We were trying to sell him this bundle, and he fucking threw it back in our face. Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, eh, screw you guys. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see how that continues to go. I will say the one thing with YouTube TV that, that I like is you still get unlimited DVR with it, and I'm getting more channels than I had with Comcast. Um, oh, really? More, especially sports channels, like... I'm, I have NFL Network now. I have NBA TV. Um, a few more of the ESPN channels. Um, not that I might watch these often, but if I wanted those channels through Comcast, I would have to pay way, way, way more every every month. Um, so that was really surprising uh, to me. So, yeah. Big life change there. Cool. So, uh, yeah. I mean, video game-wise, though, I... I have two things. Um, finished Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, really enjoyed my time with this game. Um, I think I finished it pretty much at, at 20 hours. Um, and I felt like the end came together pretty well. Um, the story got way more interesting as it went along. Um, you know, it's not like the best fucking story I've ever seen in my life. But it, it was it was neat um, how, how it progressed. Um the one thing I will say is that the game just really is not hard at all. Um, so even getting into like the final boss fights and, and stuff like that, it was like it just felt like a breeze. Um, I had a good amount of unlocks you know, and upgrades and everything, but but still, um, game's fairly easy. But what I liked is that it's just you know it's not a very large open world. It's just got a lot going on in it, and I. Personally, that's the open worlds that I want to see more. Like, not all the time is bigger, better. Um, but just give me a, a nice, concise map with a lot of shit going on in it. Um, and and so I, I like the world a lot. And I would I thought the enemy variety would have evolved a little bit more towards, towards the end, but that didn't happen. Um, you know, some of the enemies are very cool, but, you know, kind of fight them over and over again for 20 hours. You kind of... Uh, lose it a little bit, but yeah, I mean, I did, I didn't hundred percent the game. If you were to go for the platinum, you have to like literally do everything. And I'm like, 
I just don't feel like doing that right now. But I did do every side mission except for one, which you have to really grind uh, to unlock that side mission. And yeah, otherwise, I I think it is worth picking up if you are interested in a different, a uh, little bit more unique open world game that's not huge. You know, it's not going to be an Assassin's Creed or Far Cry or. You know, it's not the size of a fucking Elden Ring or Breath of the Wild or something like that. It's just, you're in, you're out in 20 hours. Um, and it's it's neat. Combat's neat. I mean, I I, uh, I enjoyed my time with it. I feel like this game got really overlooked last year. And I'm not saying it. it's a Game of the Year winner. I don't even think I would have put it in my list. But it definitely got got overlooked when I think it does do some, some cool stuff. Um, but... When you come out, like, I think it came out like a month after Elden Ring, that's going to fucking happen to you. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And then, Frank, I'm yeah. back to it. Yakuza Zero. Hell yeah. Let's hear um, it. Yeah, I, I've, I only got to put in maybe about two hours um, over the past week since we potted, but... Um, so you watched the cutscene? I watched a lot of cutscenes. <laughs> the section that I'm I'm at, I'm I'm getting towards I feel like towards the end of chapter four. Okay. Um, and you know, I had to to find I, I basically am tasked with going and you know, I won't spoil anything, but going and taking someone out. Um and so I, I'm down you that can path. Spoil it. But, Come on. Yeah, I've already I've talked about Yakuza Zero plenty yeah. on this. So Yeah. Got to go kill someone is Majima, which I, I'm very intrigued where that will go. Um, so doing some of that legwork that the game wants you to do. Um, but yeah, I in the, in that about two hours I was playing, I was like, dude, I have like barely played this game. Like, don't get me wrong, I love the characters, I love the writing, the cutscenes, all that stuff is it, it is good. But sometimes when it comes to the pacing. And Like a Dragon was like this, too, early on. Eventually, I'm sure it'll, you know, speed up a little bit more. I'm just like, dude, I've probably gotten two combat sequences that lasted five seconds this whole time. Um, and, you know, I just feel I just felt like I was walking from point A to B just to, just to get a cutscene. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm enjoying myself. I'm going to stick with it. But it was just that, you know, that's the chunk of game that I'm at. Um also, oh my god, I'm blanking on his fucking name. You know, sometimes you just run into some of the side missions, so I've unlocked a lot of those. I haven't finished a lot of them, but... Uh, Libido Man, is that his you name? Mr. Libido? Mr. Libido ran into yeah. him, and I was like, oh my god, this is this is a little disturbing. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the dialogue... <laughs> Excuse me, the dialogue is just so good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Curious where that'll go, um, but that's that's pretty much all I all I got done in in Yakuza Zero. But looking forward to uh, moving forward with it. Hold on, I'm I'm googling something, and I want to know if it exists. Damn it, doesn't it does not appear that there is a Mister Libido action figure. Ah, I would have I would buy one right the fuck now. Yeah, I think I think I would too. It's pretty. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad you're you're having fun soaking in some uh, late '80s Japan. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's good. Um, so yeah, it's pretty much going to be my main main game until I finish it. And like I said, I'm trying to finish it before Like a Dragon Ishin comes out, which should be able to do that. It's a little over a month away. Yeah. So. And we all know I'm at least pretty, some of the characters in there. Yeah, right. I'm pretty sure, though, that this game is pretty long, from what I can tell. It is. Yeah, seems like one of the longer Yakuza games. And on that, I I pretty much played through all of Yakuza Kiwami. I'm on the last. I'm on the finale. Wow. Chapter of Yakuza Kiwami. Damn. Are you just kind of mainlining them? Um. I've done or... a lot of the side stuff too. Okay. Like, uh, I think the hour count I see on my save file is about like twenty-five hours. 
That's not bad. That's not bad. Um, nice. Yeah, so I'm I'm almost through Yakuza Kiwami, uh, and then I'll start up Kiwami 2, and I'll just keep rolling because I, I really fucking love these games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I I'm really glad that I took a dive into to like a dragon. Now I'm going back to Yakuza Zero because I I do genuinely really want to play all these games. They are very good. Yeah. Um, I know there's just so much more for me to see with it, so I'm I'm excited. But yeah, how do you like uh, Kiwami compared to say Yakuza Zero or like a dragon? I guess is is my only two that I've played. Obviously, but um... how's that one stack up for you? It's, uh, I mean, there are things I definitely prefer from Yakuza 0, like the, um, the progression system, uh, the, the, the spending money to invest in yourself. I like that gimmick more than kind of the flat experience point system in Kiwami. Um, although, the one thing I do love about Kiwami is Majima everywhere. Um, so you don't, you don't play as Majima at all in Yakuza Kiwami. He appears in the game. And uh slight spoilers for Yakuza Kiwami. Uh you go to jail for ten years and then you come back and Majima's like, What the fuck, dude, you were in jail for ten years. You ain't the same dude you used to be. I'm here to fight you to unlock your former legendary status. So yeah, that's that's pretty much all your fights with him go towards working goes goes uh towards this uh skill tree that is exclusive to, 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 to that sort of stuff, interacting with Majima. Mm, cool. Yeah. It's cool. I've, I fought zombie Majima. I fought cop Majima. I f- yeah. Majima is a fucking cool dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am very interested to learn more about him. I think he's a very fascinating character, like, straight away in Yakuza 0. Um, where you're like, mm. you know, I, I, and just learning a little bit more about his past and stuff so far early on in the game, I'm I'm very intrigued uh, to learn more about him. Yeah. Yeah. Other than Yakuza, I've been playing. Uh, I've played some more Fortnite. They've uh, they've unlocked some quests here in the in the middle of the season. Um, I'm doing those. Uh, they they dropped an Uncharted bundle. You can play as what? you can either play as a uh, video game Nathan Drake or movie Nathan Drake. Oh, and the same for uh, Chloe Fraser. Interesting. So yeah, they've got that going on in this in the store. Um, played some more Modern Warfare two, but Tyler, I have I fallen victim to some dark patterns. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh, um, what, what you so got? this this journey begins with uh, I, I went out uh, ha, I went out to uh, what what is that place called? Um, oh fuck! What, hold on, let me let me look up the, these texts. I forget what this place is called. Uh, it's called Round One. It's kind of mm. like a Dave and Buster's. They yep. put it in at the mall where the Sears used to be. Yep, yep, I've been there. Uh, so I went. We we went there. Uh, played some games. I. You, you do you know of the coin pusher genre of games? Um, maybe if Where I you drop a coin it. and like it's like there's a pusher that's constantly pushing coins towards the towards an edge and you, and to play you drop a coin in, to uh to to add to to the pusher to make it push. The other coins off the edge. Mm. There's multiple variations of this, but it is very addicting. You drop coins in, and you watch watch the machine push them, and you see if it pushes it enough to drop coins. Or you know, there's other things that can drop in there, like there are cards. There are like all kinds of stuff they can put in these machines. But the main mechanic is dropping a coin, and then watching the machine push it around, see if it drops shit. Um, and this is what pushed me down a dark path to where I have I have downloaded a coin pusher game on my phone. <laughs> a free to play coin pusher. Oh no. And um yeah. It's uh it's a disease. It's a disease. I'm not going to uh I'm not gonna say the name of this game because it is it's a bad thing that I'm doing this. 
it's very bad that I'm doing this. Um, but it's so it's so addicting to just push coins onto, <laughs> onto the board and watch other shit fall off the edge. It's good. It's are bad. you are you spending money in this game yet? Or <laughs> I I have not yet, but um, I've definitely um, quote unquote watched ads. Which basically, I mean, I, I push watch ad to get the thing and then put my phone down for 30 seconds and do something else. <laughs> um, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. What have you done? What have you done? Uh, other things I've done, um, other than video games, I bought a little... I bought a Digimon blind box, got myself a little Patamon. Um, I also bought another... Gundam model kit that oh. I'm, I'm about halfway done with it. Nice. Um, it's looking pretty good. Very nice. What do you? What do you? Do you just put it together? Or do you have to like paint anything or? Anything um, there's like some that stickers that are kind of annoying to apply. Hmm. Um, really tiny stickers. They're real fucking pain in the ass. If I'm being honest. <laughs> I kind of have to put them on the end of, like, an X-Acto knife and try to, like, push them into position. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, nice. But that's it for, for the stuff I've been up to. Uh, I want to get back to God of War here sometime soon. Um, but, I mean, that's a game I'm just going to kind of get through eventually. <laughs> yeah. That's a beefy one. <clears throat> it's it's a very long game. Um, these Yakuza games are, you know, just... They're very digestible for me, and I can just run right through them. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Uh, let's get into the news. There's actually quite a bit to talk about. I was surprised to look and see all of these things. Um, but Tyler... I want to hear, I didn't really put the show in because I care about the news about it, but Tyler, uh, did you watch The Last of Us? Yes, I did. So I have not, and I'm not sure that I plan to, um, sell me. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I thought it was, it was very good. Um, first of all, the theme to the show is the last of us theme music which i find to just be fucking awesome just because i love the last of us theme music um it's that soft acoustic guitar it's ah it's perfect set the mood um and i thought that they absolutely nailed so many things about it um yes if you have played the game they are very faithful to the game with the story um, some lines in moments are just beat for beat, the exact thing. But they do them incredibly well. I think the coolest part, though, with this first episode is they've just kind of expanded it a little bit more um, than the game does and adds and add to it. Um, so after the intro, you know, to the game, you cut. Um, I think it's twenty years later um, as Joel in the game and. You know, all of a sudden, Joel's not the greatest person. They're smuggling stuff and doing all sorts of things like that. You get to see a lot more of that. Um, you get to see a lot more of Fedra and the Fireflies and how they're interacting. Um, you know, the uh, the um, uh, quarantine zone that they're in. You get to just see way more of life there, which I thought was just really, really cool. Um and, and visually, the show is, is spot on, and Pedro Pascal, I, I thought, was fantastic. Um, um, oh, my gosh. Why am I blanking on the girl who plays... Uh, uh, Bella Ramsey? Bella Ramsey, yes, yes. Um, during the trailers, when they were um, you know showing off trailers before the show started here, I wasn't sure about her, and I was like, eh, we'll see how the show... Uh, how it feels when you're watching it. And I actually thought she did a really great job. Um, is Ellie. Um, I think pa I like Pedro Pascal as, as Joel Moore, but, um, 
you know, she, I'm, I'm very eager to see a lot more of her. And then also I need to look it up here. Um, Gabriel Luna plays Tommy and I thought he was like fucking dead on. Um, and, and Tess is great. Uh, Anna Torf plays Tess. Um, I really liked her in um show called Mindhunters on Netflix, which was fucking awesome. And then they canceled it like Netflix does. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I loved it. Um, watched it with the wife and the wife. she really liked it too. So she's eager to see more. Um, so I think it, I think they just, they did it very, very well. They made some changes, but I think they're for, for the better. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. Cause apparently, you know, they're doing the whole first game. And there's eight episodes more, so nine total. Um, so curious to see how they how they pace it out. Yeah. yeah, I think I might. I'm I'm gonna wait until the whole thing is out and then binge it all at once. Yeah. Um, that way, I'm not paying for HBO for multiple months at a time. You know. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, honestly, yeah. like I'm, I'm sick of paying subscriptions for shit that I'm not using. Like that's yeah. That's the number one thing that kind of annoys me is when oh shit I paid for that and I didn't fucking use it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's I'm good. Cool. I, I think it's, it's also good. just it's really good because the Craig Mazin, um, who's the um, showrunner Chernobyl that he did recently was just awesome. But he's also just a huge fan of the game. And then I think having Neil Druckmann involved as well as an executive producer, just there, I feel like just the overall love of the story, plus like the dude that wrote the fucking story in the first place, you know, they're not going to let it get that far off track um, or anything like that. I think if they make changes, it's going to be thoughtful um, and, and just, uh, for the better because it's just it's a different medium that you're experiencing it and part of the last of us what i think makes great is that it's a video game and um playing it um so yeah i think i think those things are very good for this show so really curious where where it goes from here Right. Uh, let's stick with uh, TV and movies and all. You know the non-video game media based on video games. Um, you added this last one here. John Carpenter is hinting at a Dead Space film that he is not involved with. How does he know? He probably just knows someone. Um, yeah. It was... Yeah. De- a Dead Space movie. <coughs> yeah. It was during an interview. He said, uh, um, "What do you say?" Uh, I would love to do a Dead Space film that just went around. Everyone said, oh, when are you going to do it? And I'm not going to do it. I think they already have another director involved, and they haven't asked me to do it. Um, So until someone speaks to me, uh, or until someone asks me, I wouldn't do it. Um, So it seems like he kind of let it slip there uh, Mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, Don't get me wrong, though. John Carpenter directing a Dead Space movie would be fucking awesome, but... I don't think he directs much nowadays, but hey, man, if it's done well, I think I think Dead Space movie could be cool. It needs a little bit of a a budget for sure, just yeah. being sci-fi-ish. Um, but horror movies work well on the big screen. I mean, all comes down to to uh, the director, the writing team, and you know who they cast is um, Isaac. So there's if it's if it's done well, I, I, I think it could be a, a cool movie for sure. This is just going to keep happening, though. I mean, every yeah. every video game franchise that we love will be a movie or a TV show. It's just Hollywood is seeing that they can do it and not all of it's good for sure. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, like. A lot of people are familiar with video game IPs. Uh, yeah. it, I mean, it's it's a very similar thing to the the comic book movie thing. It's like a lot of people were familiar with it. Hollywood is like, hey, a lot of people seem to you know 
know this stuff or like this this stuff is here and it's it's interesting as a new direction we can go in so let's capitalize on that so I, it it makes sense that they're they're looking at video games now and they're like huh people might be into this let's let's test it out right yeah and if it's done well i mean i'm i'm all for it i mean i think it's you know there's some people that just won't play a game uh, but they might be interested in the story um for sure and so it's not a bad thing it's just you just gotta gotta do it right you know we can't can't have some shit shows out here like the halo tv show and mm-hmm. like just <laughs> fucking trash like that like you know it's got to be got to be done well like the last of us for sure all right let's see what else do we have just, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a new thing now where I just drag what we've talked about over over to the next column. So there we go. That's a lot easier to look at. Um, we just missed this one. I, I'm not sure if this happened while we were recording or if we just missed it uh, last week. Um, but Justin Roiland uh, turns out he might be a monster. He might be yeah. a monstrous piece of shit. I mean. There are allegations that he's done some terrible shit. Um, Royland, obviously, you know, creator Rick and Morty, recently put out High on Life. Um, pers- like, this has nothing to do with these charges. Personally, I don't like his stuff. I think his stuff is annoying as shit. Um, but a lot of people do like Rick and Morty, and apparently High on Life was like the most downloaded fucking Game Pass game last year, so people seem to like the stuff this dude puts out, but it turns out, <laughs> hey, he he might not be great. <laughs> right. Um, so these allegations come from a couple years ago. Um, fel- these are these charges are uh, felony uh, domestic violence um, and false imprisonment. Uh, it's yeah. It sounds like he's put this woman through some nightmarish shit, if all of this is true. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have anything more to say on it. Uh, that We'll see what, what comes out of this, but, like, yeah. it's. Why can't successful people just be fucking normal? <laughs> I know. I know. I agree. Yeah, we'll, we'll see where this goes. Um... You know, there was also, um, you know, reports of, what, an unreported lawsuit against Squanch Games in 2018 in which a former designer at the studio, <coughs> excuse me, alleged she was sexually harassed at work and then fired in retaliation when she complained about it. Squanch yeah, Games that's, is his studio. Yeah, <laughs> that is definitely. And that, that was settled in September 2019, so... You know, I'm not saying that was him at all, but you know, could be. I don't know. When you have we'll someone like at at the head there that uh, you know <laughs> may have done some of that stuff, he might not necessarily want to bring the hammer down on on things like that. Yeah, yeah. I do wonder though, like you know, okay, say he's found guilty on this stuff. Like, what does happen to Squatch Games and then also Rick and Morty just because? those seem to be like he is the brains behind that stuff and at least creatively and what they do um you know what happens to that you know will companies distance themselves from him we've mm-hmm. seen it happen so see where this goes yeah i mean i imagine the <laughs> i mean as as bleak as this sounds i imagine the intellectual property continues without him <laughs> and yeah uh, they just, they just continue to make it and uh, don't acknowledge any of the shit that happened. Yeah, I mean Rick and Morty is very popular, so I can yeah. see that happening. Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong, there's other people that work on that stuff too. A lot of people, but you know, yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, I said there's a lot of news. A lot of it is downer news. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a bummer week for sure. 
Yeah, Stadia shut. I mean, I this we've known this was happening for a while now. Stadia has officially shut down. Um, they put out an update for the Stadia controllers so they could connect via Bluetooth. Um, but yeah, no more Stadia. Stadia's dead. Uh, I think Giant Bomb is still alive, though. I, I don't know, but like I think Giant Bomb is doing okay. Uh, but Stadia, not. Not so much. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, yeah. R.I.P. Another failed Google project in product. Yeah, and they I, I doubt they really even give a shit. They're like, yeah, we tried it, whatever, let's move on. Yep, exactly. Except they didn't really try that hard. <laughs> it seemed like they were, but then they definitely did not try as hard. Bad business model. Because it seemed like the tech was there, but... You know, no one wants to pay for games for streaming them. You know, it's, yeah. no one wants to do that. Uh, speaking of business models, we got a leaked image from Suicide Squad, a game that I think you said you were looking forward to, right? You yeah. want to play Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, it appears that they're going to have some... Uh, live service elements, uh, a, a battle pass, if you will, that unlocks cosmetics for your characters. Which, I mean, sure. I, I don't know, man. Is this an online? Is this an online multiplayer game? So it is co-op. I'm pretty sure, but bef- they haven't said anything about it being a games as a service. And now it's apparently leaking, you know, this leaked out that, yes, it is indeed a games as a service. Yeah, that's just, you know? that's just a little bit weird to me. Um, because who are you showing off your cosmetics to? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I am, uh, you know, I was, I'm intrigued. I'm still interested in this but now I'm a little more a little more cautious um, just because here's the thing a games as a service is not a bad thing uh, and, and shouldn't be something that just goes like ah I'm not playing that at all but you know it it can and we've seen it happen so often be done so poorly that it can totally ruin what could have been a good experience, like, say, Marvel's Avengers is a good one to me. That's um, Crystal Dynamics did. Um, so, you know, Rocksteady's a good studio. I think they can do it, but it is it is odd to me, um, you know, to have a battle pass for something like this. And then, I don't know, that you know, it's I, I just thought this was a very story-driven experience which makes me wonder what the actual gameplay loop is which we haven't we've seen gameplay of it but not necessarily like you know this is what you're doing minute to minute this is what the loop of the the experience is just makes me wonder what what that is like is there going to be you know fucking like live events or some shit going down i I don't know um a little cautious on this but yeah, this, if this it's just, just excuses me about like what the game actually is, this is yeah, like, I agree. I don't I don't know what Suicide Squad is, and to like have I mean it's unfortunate unfortunate for them that this leaked out, but like knowing that this exists like kind of paints a little bit of a picture of what the game is before they've actually even said what the game is, and that that's that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. So apparently, too, in this battle pass, there are different currencies that are used to get XP and power up and customize each each player or uh, character, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. Because this is all leaked and it hasn't mentioned, you know, it hasn't been totally confirmed. It could, you know, a battle pass could be would be neat but it could also you know just not not really work well right oh <sighs> okay let's uh 
let's lighten it up a little bit before we get back into the bad news. <laughs> For your halftime show of this of this bad news edition of the PlayStation Report, uh, awesome games done quick. Uh, they just wrapped up. Some really cool runs happened uh, over what what was that weekend? event I, th I think or yeah. was it a whole week they did this? Uh, it was a whole week yeah. uh, but they've raised 2.6 million dollars for cancer research um, really cool runs um, although I have noticed that this might have poisoned someone um, that very dear to us Dan Reichert have you seen what he's doing I have not no with punch out I have not no what, what, what's he up to all right. He is currently the 68th fastest run in Punch-Out in the world. Okay. All right. And he's pushing to get top 50. Oh, shit. He has been streaming Punch-Out, like, for the past two, three weeks. And he's come up with, like, every time he comes back with something, some new strategy. And it's weird. It's really weird to see Dan Reichert. Not necessarily be good at a video game, but be this competitive about a time and, like, actually being legit up there. <laughs> um, yeah, it's wild. And Punch-Out's just a very good video game. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me that he's... that he would do something like that. How fast is the fastest time? Oh, God, I don't know. Um, I'll have yeah. to look this up. Uh, Mike... Tyson's punch out uh, record. So, uh, looking at this 14, I guess 14 minutes up. and 55 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, wow. 14 minutes, 55 seconds down. Oh, 67th Dan Reichert is now. 31 yeah, minutes, okay. 49 seconds. Wow. Damn! Oh, damn! That, that, some of this speed running stuff just blows my mind because it's just like, you know, that seems very fast. His time at thirty-one minutes and forty-nine seconds, but you know, he basically has to cut that in half if if he was to go towards the top. Yeah. Like that's nuts. How do you find that time? It's just so so wild what what some of these people do with this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I just had a fun time watching him the other night. He got wine drunk and almost beat his best time while wine drunk. Oh, nice. <laughs> enough on that. Enough on speed running. Enough about Dan Reichert. Um, let's talk about Xbox. Um, bad week for Xbox, yet again. Um, we've got. We got multiple concerns from Google and Nvidia. They're concerned about this acquisition. The EU is also objecting to the Microsoft Activision uh, Blizzard deal. And on top of this, Microsoft has cut ten thousand jobs. Um, Microsoft, like you know, one of the one of the biggest companies in the world, just cutting jobs. I, I mean. It seems kind of cruel. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think Microsoft is necessarily, like, in a bad spot where they have to cut jobs. But, like, I don't know, man. It's just, it sucks. Um, Gaming-wise, it looks like 343 and the Coalition have lost some people. Um, yeah, it's... uh. It's it's not nice, especially like you know, this, this is a very bad time to be fucking firing people. Like, uh, I'm not sure if you looked outside, but uh, the economy looks like it's gonna fucking take a shit. Yeah, it's uh, and putting scary. people out of a job just ahead of that really fucking sucks. Really scummy move. Just trying to save your bottom line. Um, when you have you, you do have the wiggle room to take that hit, but I guess as a publicly traded corporation under th this capitalist society, uh, 
it is your duty to do whatever cruel bastard thing you have to do to keep the shareholders happy. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is really sad. I mean, we just see this over and over again of jobs getting cut. 10,000 jobs is a lot. Um, you know, I saw a story today that Amazon's looking to cut 18,000 jobs. Like, that's fucking crazy to me, dude. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's very sad, uh, to, to see this happen. And when you're out there spending, trying to spend $70 billion almost, and then you lay off 10,000 people, I don't know. That just doesn't seem right to me at all. Um, but that's unfortunate. You know, that's fucking capitalism, and it sucks. Absolutely. And, uh, I mean, the one studio that I'll say, and I'm not saying any of these people deserve it to get getting laid off, but part of me can kind of understand 343 a little bit. I mean, they took forever to put Halo Infinite out, and then it was great at launch, and it's just really, really faltered. Um, and it's kind of getting back on track, um, but you know they, I mean, they've spent they spent a lot of money on that game. I'll, I'll say I mean, that. not to say time. that, not to say that people deserve to lose their jobs, but I really doubt that the people that are getting laid off from three four three are the people who were making decisions that caused those problems. Yeah, no, that um, that that's most likely true. Yes. So, like, not that anyone deserves to have their jobs cut but the people who had the negative impact are not are probably not the people who are losing their jobs and there are people who definitely who absolutely do not deserve to lose their job who are uh, getting laid off here yeah right Bethesda is also interesting because I just feel like we've never I, I mean I, I could be wrong I'd have to take uh, for sure but I feel like we just never hear of layoffs at Bethesda they seem like they're they've always been a, a solid company that keeps their people for a long time. Well, so. I think we just don't hear much about Bethesda at all. Yeah, I mean, That's especially true. since the Microsoft acquisition, I feel like Bethesda has been the, like this black box that you can't see into. They'll put some stuff out, but like you never hear anything coming out of there. Yeah, right. Yeah, we have no no clue really what they're what what's cooking over there. Outside of two games, really. Um, yeah, it's it's sad, for sure. Yeah. Ah, uh, maybe maybe they'll find the money to keep people on uh, when their when their acquisition gets shut down. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Um, yeah. Yeah. The. <laughs> yeah. Not looking good for them. In, in uh, I mean, I can still see this deal going through, but it is absolutely getting harder and harder. Um, if the EU is going to push back on them as well, I don't know, man. It's going to get really tough. And to me, I'm like, okay, if this deal happens, it's I, I'd be. Shh, ah, I'm no legal person, but with the. Um, FTC not hearing them until August. I'm like, dude, is this deal even going to happen this year? If it happens at all, like, holy smokes, we're going to be talking about this deal all fucking year again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope. <laughs> I hope to not have to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, it, it seems like Nvidia, you know, Nvidia just voiced mostly is voicing concern about just access to games equal and open access but they're not totally opposed to the deal happening uh google does not surprise me at all you know google is a very direct competitor for microsoft in terms of the tech giant space um you know they have mobile stores and all sorts of stuff going on um so google opposing the deal does not surprise me at all Uh, maybe we'll, yeah. maybe if this falls through, they'll just go and scoop up Ubisoft because it seems like they've really fucking stepped in shit. 
Ooh, I don't know if you want to go scoop up Ubisoft. <laughs> I don't know you do either, but you know, maybe maybe spitefully they'll be like, well, if we can't have that, we'll buy something else. Um, I don't know. Uh, Yves Gimo, um doesn't know how to talk to people, has exactly zero emotional intelligence, and uh, probably shouldn't be allowed to speak for the company. Probably shouldn't be CEO. Um to be honest. Uh, he uh, recently made some comments uh, based on, you know, some, some poor performance from some of their video games, uh, notably Mario and Rabbids and Just Dance. Yves um, Gamo has... Uh, he's, he basically said that he sent out an email to the company or a message out to the company. It's basically, hey, it's on all of you to uh, turn this around. <laughs> um <laughs> Yikes. Uh, He has since come out with this half-ass apology about it, um, saying, I heard your feedback, and I'm sorry this was perceived that way, Uh, which is not an apology. (coughs) That's not an apology. Um, Yeah. Yeah, he goes on basically just to double down on what he said, honestly. Yeah, it's... He's He's very tone deaf. A lot of times, and this was another another situation of, oh yeah, we're not doing too hot, we had a lot of canceled games, it's your fault. It's up to you to fix it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that, because these people, you know, they're not the ones to green light shit, they're not like green light horrible fucking ideas, they're not the ones that are gonna, you know, <clears throat> decide what's happening, like... It's just stupid. It's just bad management up and down at Ubisoft that has put them in this position, in my opinion. Um, Because some of the games they've been putting out are fine. They're good. Like, Mario and Rabbids got great scores. Like, Far Cry 6 was, I think, one of the better Far Cry games in a long time. Um, You know? It's not their fucking fault. (laughs) And and things happen, too, in, in the production pipeline. I mean, that... You know, things get delayed and stuff. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not... Th- things that someone who actually works for a living would understand, unlike a CEO. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, uh, fucking executives just don't, should not fucking speak to their workers like this, and they should just be grateful that anyone wants to work for them. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, when you're when you're out there saying that we've canceled all these games, we're not doing too hot, we have to look at doing things differently. You know there's there's layoffs coming um, as well, probably at Ubisoft. And you know uh, what he there's... means is, like, work longer hours and just get yeah. this shit done, fucking crunch. Exactly, um. and exactly. I mean, you can't have, you can't be the size of Ubisoft is, in terms of headcount, not put out that many games that are successful, cancel this many projects and not have layoffs. And for him to talk like that is just very, it's kind of sickening. Yeah, it was almost like he was talking to his managers, hey, uh, find some people to uh, lower the wage bill, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, this yeah. has pushed uh, some employees in Paris, at least, um, in Ubisoft Paris, they're going to go on strike Friday, January 27th. It's just a half-day strike. Uh, but, um, yeah, it it is serious enough that, you know, organized labor is going to uh, fight pushback where they can. Um, so Yeah, good for them, man. I mean, when you hear your, your CEO talking like that, <laughs> I don't blame them for trying to to push this like they are. I mean, it's fucked up. What a what a just disaster Ubisoft has gotten themselves into. Yeah, I mean, you, think... even just over the past few years, like even outside of just their games not doing well, development, you know, sucks, canceling out of projects. I mean, they've just had a assload of bad management from top, from the top mostly. Um, yeah, and you yeah. know, maybe just. I'm not saying you should cheer for corporate takeovers or, you know, 
capital venture capital firms taking over companies, but like maybe also don't cheer uh, when, like for example, Yuzumo retained control of Ubisoft. Like that wasn't a cheer moment. This it was more of like, oh great, it, at least it's not a venture capitalist, but we're still dealing with this guy. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, man, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be looking to pick them up. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe Yikes. Microsoft will like. Maybe. <laughs> maybe Microsoft will be get get angry and just just buy it out of spite for the industry. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Maybe. Uh, maybe. Uh, we got we got numbers uh NPD numbers um interestingly enough this headline reads US game spending dipped 5% in 2022 that makes sense that makes entirely that makes all the sense this is still up from pre-pandemic numbers obviously mm-hmm. but like come on who didn't see this coming um yeah let's see yeah i mean I'm just looking through some some of the stuff here. Software sales decreased yeah. by 7%. Um, PS5 yeah. was the best selling in terms of dollars. Mm-hmm. It's always kind of a dumb thing. It's just yeah. PlayStation 5 is just so much more expensive than a Switch. Switch sold the most units, though. Um, yeah, not, not surprising that game spending's down a little bit. For sure. Um, people were... You know, the economy's not the greatest, <coughs> excuse me, and then, you know, obviously things are just more open now. Yeah, people are doing things other than playing video games. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Go. The people are touching grass. <laughs> yes. Um, and even then, 5%'s not, not uh, it's still a lot of money video games are making. <laughs> like, a lot of money. Uh, you know, this is... I think I saw that, um, I think this is, yeah, almost five times more than uh, uh, movies made last year. I mean, that's, yeah. that's insanity. They also so, cost a lot they do. to make. Um, yeah. We also have uh, the top 20 games for the year, I believe. Yeah, this is the year. Um so let, let's get through them. Uh, number 20 is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. 19, Nintendo Switch Sports. 18, Minecraft. 17, Gotham Knights. 16, Sonic Frontiers. 15, NBA 2K23. 14, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. 13, Gran Turismo 7. 12, Call of Duty Vanguard. 11, Mario Kart 8. 10, MLB The Show. 22, 9, Horizon Forbidden West. 8, Pokemon Legends Arceus. 7, FIFA 23, 6, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, 5, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, 4, God of War Ragnarok, 3, Madden NFL 23, 2, Elden Ring, no surprise. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is number 1. I'm a little bummed out about that. I love Modern Warfare 2, but I think it would have just been so cool if Elden Ring would have hung on there for the top selling game. Yeah. What do you think is going to be the top-selling game this year if there's not going to be Call of Duty? Well, there was that report that they are looking to put something out, whether it's a full-blown game or not. Okay. How much will that count? I I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, let's say there isn't one. Mm, That's a good question. I think... Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has a good shot. I only say that because it's a sequel to Breath of the Wild, and that game was fucking huge and still is always on these lists. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that has potential. I think if there is no full-blown Call of Duty game, I, I'm not saying it'll be the best-selling game of the year, but Modern Warfare 2 will absolutely be up there again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trying oh. to think what else could be really huge. Maybe Diablo 4? could be a good candidate yeah i mean the game has to be good yeah it does but diablo 3 i want to say that sold an ass load of copies let me look that up three quick 
What do you think? Um, let me see. Uh, let's see. Man, I I know it's not the case, but I hope people see Armored Core and they see FromSoft on the box. <laughs> And they just dive into Armored Core. That would be that would be the ideal world for me. Yeah, personally. Um, but man, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, Zelda's always a good shout. Um, what else, man? I need to I need to go back and look at, look at the games that are coming out this year. Uh, so Diablo three, as of this is a while ago now at this point, as of August twenty fifteen, it sold thirty million copies. It's a lot. So, you know, 4 is good. I can, I can see it selling a lot. I, I want to say Starfield, but because it's on Game Pass, I don't think it'll necessarily sell a lot. I'm sure mm. there'll be plenty of people that will, will buy the game on, on Xbox or PC just to have it. But, you know, that keep being on Game Pass will definitely cut into those sales. And, of course, Madden will be up there. Um, you know, I think Star Wars Jedi Survivor could, could do well. Yeah, I agree. I think it could. The first game was great. I think, uh, yeah, the first game was great and sold well, so. Yeah. I can see it. Just scrolling down. I, I'd love Final Fantasy sixteen to do well, but I know that's that's not going to be, be the to- at the top. Yeah, I think it'll be in a top 20, but probably not. I'm not even 20. sure about that. Really? Yeah, I'm not sure it'll hmm. be a top twenty. Like I see on on this list for 2022, like Gotham Knights is at 17, Sonic Frontiers at 16. You don't see Final Fantasy 16 being bigger than that? Those games? No. Wow. No. I. That's wow. I am very much looking forward to it, but there is literally no hype. There, there, there just isn't. Like I don't. I don't sense that people are actually really excited for Final Fantasy 16 in the, in the way that they're like I mean they were excited for 15 I, like because it had that wild press cycle um I I just don't know like maybe maybe closer to release like we'll get something but like it just doesn't feel like they're really all behind Final Fantasy 16 at the moment like I I, I don't see the same sort of a effort to put that in front of people yeah interesting yeah I'm um, curious could be possible yeah let's see I'm trying to find something that I think might do well um one thing I I, I will throw out there that I saw is that um for 2020 or December 2022 the Callisto protocol um you know had a I feel like had some hype behind it sure maybe didn't pan out as well critically but Sony was behind it too from a marketing perspective only came in at number 17 yeah which maybe isn't the greatest but is a new IP from a new studio you know sure if they make a sequel it'll probably sell better but I would have thought you know. that would at least crack the top 10 Marvel Spider-Man 2. Might be oh, yeah. There. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see that. That's a good good pick. Yeah. I'm going to throw another one out there. I know you'll, you'll, you'll disagree here, but Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. Do you see that game already on top of Steam charts and stuff? I mean, that, that that's absolutely going to be in the top 20 at least. I would say top 10. I'm going to say that's a lock for top 10. Hmm. Okay. Disagree or not. I have a feeling that we don't know what the number one game is going to be because it will be announced and released after E3. Hmm. Totally possible. Yeah. I think it, yeah, I mean, it's going to be an interesting year because I, I am curious what they will do with Call of Duty if they're not doing... You know, a full-blown, brand-new game. I'm genuinely curious what they'll do. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for the show. 
I think yeah, that's it. buddy. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna. I'm actually just gonna go and finish up Yakuza Kiwami right now, and then uh, I'll probably have some Kiwami two to talk about next next week. Um, so Hell yeah. yeah. I am gonna um, go fucking eat. I haven't eaten yet. Yeah, you're you're a hungry boy. Go go hungry, go eat. hungry hungry boy. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna go take care of all that stuff. We'll be we'll we'll hit you back on the next show. Uh, until then, you know, do all the good things. Rate and review us. Share us with your friends. Be good to each other. Play your video games and vroom vroom vroom.